Welcome to the Supremely Intercontinental Podcast, a podcast about fake little hockey guys. I'm your host, Ian Constable, GM of the Banff Rockies. Nerd! Hey, welcome to the podcast, everyone. I know everyone's excited to see what's happening in expansion and who expansion the expansion team is going to be picking. Uh, but in the meantime, we have a podcast for you here about re-rates. Everybody's favorite topic of discussion around this time of year normally. And I know that there were a number of people disappointed with re-rates again, which always happens. But there's also some people that are quite happy with some of the re-rates. We don't hear too much about that usually. Well, let's get into it with Matt Birch, GM of the Calgary Mustangs. Are you kidding me, man? What, are you kidding me? You're kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Are you kidding me? I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me, right? Are you kidding me? This guy, are you kidding me? How are you? I'm all right. How are you doing, Ian? I'm doing excellent, thanks. You're gonna be talking today to us about uh, re-rates. And I know that every year... Uh, so many GMs are, well, we're all just waiting and, and hitting that F5, like refresh, 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 waiting for re-rates. And of course, there's the immediate complaints when we see the re-rates. So I think there's going to be a lot of people really interested in, in hearing this. Yeah, no, every year, you know, we kind of comb through everything, especially our own teams, but, uh, like we maybe don't really look at what other teams are up to and, uh. Uh, I mean, I'm, I didn't get too much into the weeds with this, but I did kind of just kind of brush up on some names on each team just to kind of see where they're at and maybe point out some little funny quirks of the re-rates that we've all come to love over the years. Absolutely. And we put it out there today just to ask, uh, you know, who was there a player on your team that you were, uh, or not even on your team, a player in the league uh, that you were, you thought had a really good re-rate? maybe high, a lot higher than you expected or maybe a really bad re-rate. And of course, one name we heard for sure, and it was quite funny the way he said it too, is uh, Shea Theodore. And Theodore, <laughs> once again, getting a re-rate with defense rating in the 60s, um, just, just yeah. no luck for uh, for Shea Theodore. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's an offensive defenseman curse, I think. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, I don't know exactly how the the uh, re-rates work. Like, maybe if they have a low DF rating, maybe that makes them be more offensive. <laughs> like, it's a balancing act or something. Like, uh, right. well, well, we need this guy to produce, so we're going to make his DF a lot lower. <laughs> like, But it, it still looks weird on paper that a top defenseman isn't so good at defense. Right. <laughs> And, and that's what I have heard. I was in a, a different sim league at one point, and uh, one of the guys said was saying that if your defense rating is higher, it means you're just not going to play as offensively, right? You're just not going to make you maybe make some of those pinches. Um, just even for offensive players, it's going to take some of your offense away. Um, do you have yeah. any thoughts on that? Whether whether it might do that? Well. I don't know if I buy it, but uh, especially with a little uh, relation between DF and uh, a certain stat that we can talk about later if you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it does that or not. It might okay. uh, 
Yeah. Uh, I'm sure some of the other guys, the more seasoned vets, like the guys who play in like four or five of these other leagues, they probably know more about it than I do. But it, it does make me wonder if uh, that is the relation. Right. Right. Okay. So um, you've uh, put together a couple names here that that, um, that had some re-rates that you wanted to talk about. Uh, why don't I let you get started? Okay. Um, well, I can kick it off with your own team. Okay. Uh, one guy, and we kind of talked briefly before, but uh, Nick Suzuki, uh, he had a good uh, first season with Montreal. Uh, not so great last season. I mean, not terrible by any means, but I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know if you remember what his rating was the year before, but uh, he got quite a boost. I think it was like a 71 to 73, somewhere in there, maybe a 73. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, uh, whoever does the re-race felt he deserved to be all the way up to 77 overall. And uh, <laughs> uh, despite uh, what three quarter of points per game average, and uh, he earned a 78 DF rating, which is pretty good for a first line center and negative uh, uh, 29 on his plus minus. So not sure exactly what they based that off of, but uh, yeah, you you got a lucky good re-rate there. <laughs> I have to say I was extremely happy when I saw that one. Um, that one I was, I was quite surprised with. Uh, I mean, I love Suzuki, as you guys, as most of you know. I that's the name and number on the back of my uh, jersey. Uh, it's not his number that he plays with in in the NHL. It was his number actually that he played with at the World Juniors, and of course, uh, it's for like the year that I entered entered the SICHL. But uh, I digress. Um, <laughs> let's move on to a, another player. Okay, uh, I was looking over uh, Edmonton Supersonics. Mm-hmm. And uh looked like Kale McCarr finally got his uh his due. <laughs> uh yes. seventy-seven overall and he's gonna be outstanding. Um he got an eighty DF rating, so that'll be a kinda interesting experiment to see if uh, high DF means fewer points. Um because he's an offensive defenseman, but he's also got a high DF rating, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um and one thing when I was looking next to Kale McCarr, I was looking at the guy below him, uh, Ben Sherratt. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little high for him rating-wise, but uh, I did have one. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but PS means penalty shot, right? Right. Why does Ben Sherratt have an 80 PS rating? <laughs> well, well what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> okay, so... So who did Ben Trout play with last year in the NHL? Was it? It was Montreal, then he got traded to Florida, right? Okay, yeah. So I'm going to check here and see how he did on penalty shots, if he even took one. Well, in okay. Florida. Sorry, uh, sorry to put see. you on the spot. <laughs> no, no, no worries. Let's see if I can find him here for, okay, shootout results. He did not take one for... Okay. Or Florida, we'll go to Montreal. Yeah, uh, not not really a guy that I'd be expecting for a high penalty shot rating. Something I've noticed about penalty shots, uh, penalty shot rating. I'm wondering if once they get a penalty shot rating, if that's it, that's it for their careers. Um, 
yeah. I, I think I've noticed kind of the same thing year to year with guys on their penalty shot ratings. So uh, I'm wondering if that might be the case. Yeah. In which case, which that's too bad, right? That there's not actually looked into uh, more if that is the case. But uh, okay, so here we go. Shootout results. Yeah, no, he didn't take one right. uh, all year. Yeah. Uh, so it's, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's going to be an 80. Yeah, Kale McCarr's at 75. So Ben Sherratt's <laughs> more viable in the shootout, I guess. Um, yeah. So no, that's I just bad. thought that was kind of weird because every other defenseman is 25 on. Mike's right. team and right. I just, especially, well, in, especially in relation to uh, the overall rating. Like if it's bumping their overall rating up, I mean that would have a, a factor in re-signing restricted free agents. So I, yeah. I don't know if it does or not, but I just thought that was kind of odd. Like I mean, I've always noticed the penalty shot rating was kind of odd before, but uh, seeing Ben Schrott with an 80 is just kind of wait. What what is that? <laughs> like yeah, and Kel McCarr had one attempt in a shootout and scored, yep. so he he was one for one. Should be ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, all right. Uh, we don't need to get in the weeds too much on that, but just <laughs> thought it was funny to bring up. Yeah. Um. So if you want to move on. Yeah, yeah. So okay. um, that was that was Edmonton. Um, yep. who would you go to next? What what team? Um, was... well, going down the list, I guess. Sure. Freder- Fredericton. Yep. Uh, one thing I just wanted to, uh, I kind of, just to bring it to your attention, I guess. Jack Hughes, um, more than a point per game player. I mean, he did suffer injuries, so his durability is pretty low. But uh, rated lower than Suzuki. Uh, so I don't know. What they I think had it's hard. There. I think that you know they give a lot of heart to Suzuki. Like that guy, you know, he gives it all. Yeah. He, that, that's got to be worth something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd like to have both the players, but I'm sure most of us would take Jack Hughes in a heartbeat. But <laughs> uh, maybe, but maybe that durability is bringing him down. That's, mm. I mean, maybe it'd be about the same if it was up to Suzuki's level. Right. Um, and then the other player on this team was a uh, Connor Murphy, um, and. A 95 DF rating. That's one of the and, highest uh, in the league, isn't it? I think so. Uh, and it's kind of led me down a wild use chase we can talk about later. But um, but yeah, he was a negative 14 in 57 games played. Uh, with uh, And that earned him a 95 DF. <laughs> um, so, and I guess we can just uh, go into this little nugget right now that we uh, about the df rating so mm-hmm. i i kind of was just looking at plus minus giveaways takeaways all that stuff and trying to see where they're getting their df ratings from and uh, being a veteran here i guess i never really delved into it too much but uh as far as shots blocked go i looked at the top 20 leaders and four of them were Chicago Blackhawks players uh, on the block shots leaders. And Calvin DeHaan has 86 DF. Seth Jones with 83. Connor Murphy with 95. Jake McKay with 93. And that's the, that's the Chicago Blackhawks. So 
they were all negative. Like, I think if you're blocking shots, then you don't have the puck. Right. In your in your zone, right? Right. And I think you're just kind of running around and maybe yeah. run the penalty kill a lot and uh, blocking shots, and it just means you don't have the puck. But uh, gosh, I think Seth Jones, he was like a negative, like thirty or something. Like, that's not. <laughs> uh, that's not good. Negative no. 37. I just looked it up. Yeah. Negative 37. And he's got an 80 something DF rating. Like, uh, okay. I'll take that if I had him on my team for sure. Yeah. I, I know that. Uh, and I mean, plus minus isn't the, it definitely isn't the end all and be all of, 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 of stats. Um, yeah. It, but, it's, it's not. But, yeah. But at the same time, um, I know I, I was just talking about this earlier. It was Rasmus Anderson. I know he was like plus 30 and, and his Corsi, you know, his Corsi numbers were great too. And his Benwick numbers were great. Uh, played shorthand and everything. And he has a lower, uh, lower DF rating than, than um, right there, Seth Jones. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably all the guys I mentioned, right? Or almost yeah. all of them. Exactly. And I mean, if you had a team, who would you rather have on defense? I'd probably mm-hmm. I'd probably take Rasmus Anderson. So I know I don't have to worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's real life. This is a yeah. sim. So it is what it is. Um, uh, moving on, I guess. Yep. Uh, oh, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention about the block shots thing. You know who didn't have... Uh, any block shot leaders in the top 25? Were they two teams that met in the Stanley Cup finals? They were. Tampa and Colorado <laughs> had nobody in the top 25 block shots. Yeah. That's because so, they get that puck and they and they move it out of their zone. Yeah, I guess that reflects negatively on their uh, DF ratings. <laughs> yeah. um, so, not a huge deal here. I was looking at Bruno. There's not a whole lot to really sink my teeth into on that roster, but uh, Nemestikov uh, seemed really low to me. Like he's a fairly solid uh, bottom six player, I think, on a normal team, but uh, he is not rated like that, in my opinion. 67 overall, a fairly solid DF rating, 76, but I mean. He's not going to be a starter on most teams in our league. Um, but yeah, I, I just, that was just one name from the the Barons that I kind of noticed. I was like, I'm pretty sure he didn't have that bad of a season. And uh, I, I think he was rated almost 69 or 70, maybe 71 last season. So I felt like maybe there's a little bit of funniness there. Yeah. Um, so nothing major. Uh, Gee, I, I don't know. I looked at his team, and it's just like the usual suspects. Like Kreider with an insane SC rating. Um, <laughs> he only has $3 million, less than $3 million tied up in his top three goaltenders, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he'll be one to look for this year, I'm sure, every, like every year. Yeah, um, I, I noticed his team, the if I'm not mistaken, uh, his, the defensive ratings for his defensemen are just incredible. Yeah, I think it's like 90s, 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 all the way down there. Yeah, and even his forwards, it's like yeah. he, he is able to, 
you know, pick out these players that are good two-way or just all the way responsible in their own end. Uh, it's almost like he does this for a living. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's almost <laughs> but, like, he, yeah, he knows what he's doing or something. Yeah. <laughs> right? it's like, um, yeah, uh, absolutely. He just knows his stuff and, <laughs> and his team reflects that. Yep, for sure. Um, moving down to Hamburg, Henry's team. Um, uh, one that stood out to me, actually two, I guess, uh, Bowen Byram. Yeah, he he only played thirty games. He had seventeen points, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he only managed a sixty-seven overall. Um, I mean, and, I guess, well, I mean that's that first year curse, right? I mean the first yeah. year they don't have that second year to look back on for the stats, and that that always hurts the player, especially goalies. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, that just well this year that just killed goalies again. Last year was it last year or the year before that? Um, that if even if, like if a goalie had only played a certain number of games and that was his first year, all of a sudden it didn't matter that they're taking that. Um, it's just one of those one-off years, uh, but it's back. <laughs> it's back. Yeah. If your goalie, if your goalie is new, uh, good luck. He's in, he's in the fifties. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter how well he did. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I would have expected Byron to get more like a 68, 69 overall, and mm-hmm. a little better. Uh, on the individual ratings, but uh, you know it's Henry's team. He he'll probably end up playing him, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure he would have looked for him to be a little higher than that, though. After right. the se- after the season he had, you know, it was cut short because of injury, but he still looked pretty impressive. Still a really good season there. for the games he played. Yep. Uh, but also with him, with uh, I, I would have thought Swayman would have got a higher rating. Yeah. Uh, Seventy four overall. Um. And comparing him on Boston to Allmark, who was the other goaltender over there, mm. uh, they played the exact same amount of games. Um, let's see. Uh, Swayman only had one more goal against and a better GAA, slightly lower save percentage, and more shutouts. So I guess they felt he just wasn't as good as Allmark still. So well, he was not going to get the experience or leadership that uh, Olmark will get, right? True. I think Olmark's but, only like three years older than him, though. So I is, that's think... true. you're right. He's a, he's only uh, 28 SICHL years old. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> nothing major there. It's just kind of yeah. it's just kind of what we're doing here is like pointing out little funny little yeah, hundred percent nitpicking the re-rates. How about let's let's say that's what we're doing. <laughs> um. And uh, one of the names that uh, Chris Fedica Hamilton said was uh, Jamie Drysdale, mm-hmm. and he definitely got the. Uh, the uh, I guess he wasn't a rookie last year, but he was. He's still pretty new in his uh, development. He got that treatment. Oh, he got that treatment pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's offensive defensemen especially will not rate well until. They start producing, I guess, on five on five. But uh, he had thirty-two. I had this down. He had thirty-two points total, uh, twelve of which were on the power play. So that's a pretty good percentage for a defenseman of uh, power play points. Yep. Um, so yeah, I guess, I'm guessing sheltered minutes, and they try to reflect that in the re-rates. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
That's all. While you're moving on to the to the next team, there, I one that I I mean uh, that Eric brought up to me was, uh, and he's not on anybody's team. He's actually a free agent this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jonathan Taves. Okay. His experience in leadership. Fifty-three, fifty-three. What? For Jonathan Taves. (laughs) Experience fifty-three, leadership fifty-three. I wonder if that's the. the uh, I wonder if that's uh, maybe a commentary that, on. That's on what happened right. in Chicago. Well, I said to him, right? I said, well, I guess they're blaming the entire Chicago debacle on Jonathan Taves. But um, <laughs> oh my, that's but, you yeah. know, I mean, Taves. What has happened? I'm sure this is what it was. Is Taves missed that year, so had to start the rewrite. And so I think they the the algorithm took it from him. This is his first year. This is his experience in leadership then. Right? right. Which so is, is ridiculous. That, does that make him a rookie? The year before <laughs> the year before he had a uh well sorry two years I guess before he had the experience in leadership in the 90s. So yeah. he lost like 40 points of experience and 40 points of leadership by uh missing that year. He forgot <laughs> wow. how to talk, I guess. <laughs> Wow. Um, so yeah, so that one that was definitely a surprise. Um, yeah, so. I, I I tried to look at the free agents too a little bit, but I missed yeah. that one. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> oh man, so, it's it's funny, but it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. So if you're looking for that um, that that center that could play like third, fourth line for you, mm-hmm. good defense, uh, great faceoffs. And he's going to be great leadership going into the playoffs. It's it's everything else is there, but it's not Jonathan Taves for your experience in leadership this year. Right. Yeah. Wasn't uh, what was the story uh, with the Olympics? Didn't uh, Cindy Crosby ask Jonathan Taves if it was okay if he was the captain? Is that the story or was it reversed? I can't I, remember. I, I don't know that one. I, it's like, yeah. So so but, that whole thing. That, yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's that was forgotten last year. Right. Take, you're injured for a year. Pfft, you just lost it all. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, what nobody kind of leadership played. are you gonna are you showing when you when you're injured? Yeah. yeah. So. Play out there on one leg. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh jeez. I, I thought that one was well. That when Eric brought that up to me, I I I had remembered seeing it, and it, yeah, that was just just crazy. But I mean, that's you know. <laughs> Uh, he said that the same thing had happened to him with uh, Kucherov the year before, but that got it got fixed. So, right, uh, yeah. yeah, that would be another guy that would be, yeah, it would have a reset issue. I wonder if right. it'll would it get fixed with Taves if somebody complains about it, or is it just kind of getting swept under the rug? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe this uh, maybe something gets heard and uh, and there's a fix there. Who knows? Yeah, then he'll um, end up with a seventy four overall. So somebody somebody gets them in free agency, and then all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> they only pay a certain amount, and then uh, all of a sudden they have a seventy four. So if you want to, if you're a gambling person and you want to take a chance on Jonathan Taves getting the, that bump for uh, for really where he should be for experience and leadership, yeah, maybe you want to maybe you want to pay an extra ten million. Who knows? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe or, or yeah, maybe fifteen. <laughs> Okay, we'll get back to the teams, if you'd like. Uh, looking at uh, Havana, <coughs> not really a whole lot to say other than what we say every year. If his team doesn't go all the way, uh, 
what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's got 380 rated def- uh, forwards. Right. 180 rated defensemen. Uh, and an 80 rated goalie, even though he had an off year. Hella buck. So he has 380 rated, 80 or higher rated forwards, not just 80s. There's some, there's definitely an 82 in there. Um, there's not another team with more than one. Is there, am I mistaken? For um, I, I'm, I'm thinking like off the top of my head, I don't know of a team, another team that has more than one forward right. that's rated 80 or higher. That's a good point. I, yeah. I can only think of a handful just off the top of my head, let alone on the same team. Right. So, yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. Do you know, does he play them on the same line? Those three, The that would be uh, what, uh, McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Lindholm, is it? Yeah, uh, yeah. he's definitely able to. Uh, no, not not Lindholm. Uh, Huberto. Huberto is what I meant. Yeah, and Lindholm's yeah. not far off. Right? Isn't he, he seventy nine or something? Seventy nine. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So we say three eighty. I mean, it's practically four. But, um, <laughs> and he he just benefit he benefits a lot. Like with Lindholm, uh, how he's able to play center as well. And yes. Like he's got yes. that face off rating up there. Right. Exactly. And I mean, and and that's it. The centers the centers are are all bumped a little bit higher on their overall because they've got that face off rating that's going to be you know. Yep. Like increasing the overall rating for sure. Like gonna, yep. If they're de- anywhere decent in the in the dot, then that's going to help, you know, that overall. But at the same time, you don't get near near eighty if you're not an incredible player. So yeah, I, I'd um, say that I think he does play. Well, oh gosh, it's been a while since I've looked at one of his uh, box scores. Yeah, uh, at the lines, right. so I'm not so, really sure. I mean, I mean, you think he'd probably actually go like two, like split them up and go two and two, right? Yeah, uh, I know that he's also been frustrated uh, with how McDavid sims, so I don't even yeah. know if he plays them on the first line. Uh, okay. So yeah. Well, I mean, I think his ratings this year are higher than they've ever been. I think this is McDavid's best rating year ever. So yeah. maybe yeah. that changes this year. Yeah, hopefully, and let's see. I mean, he's. Got Huberto on probably the best rating he's ever going to get too, mm-hmm. um, you know. And he doesn't have. That I don't know about ever. I could see Huberto doing great in the future. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, no hometown bias there. <laughs> no uh, hometown bias at all. Um, no, but I mean, it's just like the yeah, those guys are just disgusting. Those yeah. four together. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be nasty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty anxious to see what they do. Uh, you know, and Huberto with an 80 rating, he doesn't have the face-off boost. So <laughs> he's right. he's got he's got super ratings all around. Right. Yeah. Probably the highest pass rating in the league. I was gonna I was gonna say, well, he probably should be right. Like, he, he, yep. did he have the most assists in the league last year? I think he did. I think he did. If not, yeah, I think he him, did. Because him, him and uh, Gaudreau tied in points, yep. and uh, Gaudreau actually had 40 goals last year. So. Uh, I know Hubert didn't have 40, but he had a lot of assists. So, like, yeah, that would make sense, right? Just like Matthews had the highest scoring at 99 because he led the league in goals. Um, there's definitely a um, – the scoring – like, the, yeah, the passing and the scoring ratings are – that's a clear 
this is how many points or how many assists per game they had. This is how many goals per game they had. There's a definite correlation there. It's not a causation, yeah. right? So right, yeah. Um, do you have another player on this team? I just realized uh, without saying the name, mm -hmm. I can. Uh, he's a favorite whipping boy around the league. Uh, he was negative nine in 66 games, 16 points with two goals. He ended up with a 75 overall and an 86 DF. Can you name uh, that is player? He a forward or a defenseman? He's a defenseman. Uh, favorite whipping boy around the league. Um, I'll give you a hint. He got traded last year. Oh, is it Ristolainen? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So he's yeah. on Havana too, and yeah. like every year that he was with G, it's like he got that good juicy rating, and it's like hey, he's not that good though. Like, <laughs> and then he went to Philadelphia and was even worse, and he's, right. he's got the same rating he's always had. Like, yeah, very. So, I mean, I think his defense actually went down this year. Did it? Yeah. Okay. Which is, which is pretty laughable when you see that it's still like an 80 what 86 yeah 86 yep yeah so um oh. yeah uh that one he you know he, he can skate right yeah. so it's gonna get good he has size and he has good strength so he's got he's got stuff there yep. um i don't see him he doesn't have up. like nothing else jumps off the page at me i'm not even i'm not looking at his stats but i do remember looking at him specifically yeah. uh when he was on the block when, when he was trading him so um yeah. i was looking at him and like to me nothing jumped off the page yeah I was, so he was the for i mean i like i like good skating i like good strength ratings absolutely but meh, overall for 75 he's the worst 75 that that i've seen for a defenseman yeah i i can i mean i can definitely see that but but I, it's for uh, what each person values um which ratings they value right for yeah. different positions right so for for myself that is right for other yeah. somebody else uh he might have all the ratings where you want them um yeah and i haven't done anything in this league so i'm I'm probably way off, but but that's yeah. just how that's just how I saw it when I looked at it, right? So. Yeah, no, I, I I could see him needing to be with a defensive defense or not defense, an offensive defenseman like uh, Brent Burns or uh, you know or a Jacob Chikrin who is also on Havana. Yeah, uh, maybe his attributes would mesh well with something with someone like that. Right. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, he's gonna mesh well with with. Uh, most guys he doesn't have if i remember correctly his passing and scoring are right around the 50 mark right uh 55 on passing 48 on scoring yeah yeah so um and then in 86 yeah. which is which is good but it's not like i was looking at like next level in the 90s right it's not there uh most i don't know uh 75 yeah. either you're getting some good passing um or scoring or you're getting a really good defense and for him it didn't have either i mean 86 is decent but yeah. um that's you know i looked at that and i was like Meh. <laughs> yeah uh, no you really dive into it and it's like 
I mean, uh, 99 checking, I don't know what that translates into. Right. So that 99 uh, checking is definitely going to help the, the ratings. Yeah. And I, uh, I've, that one it baffles me. Uh, I knew, I know some of the new guys were asking about like what checking does. And I, <laughs> I have no, no clue. I've been doing this five years myself and I have absolutely no idea. Well, I know Ristolainen, he has a reputation for going for hits when he definitely should not be going for hits. So I wonder if that stat there is supposed to reflect that. But like I said, I don't know how that translates into the sim. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess it could be good, um, and hopefully it works out for Jeff. Um, but yeah, I mean, he also has to sign him to a uh, uh, RFA contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever that is based on the overall ratings, I think that becomes kind of a you know a thing. I mean, like I just said that I'm I don't know anything about what the checking, but my guess, if I was to guess the checking, it would be. Um, part of for me, part of defense, and I would it wouldn't be like over committing. Um, I think if anything was going to include in over committing, it'd be discipline, the low discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, um, I think checking combined with for me, checking combined with strength, uh, would, would, um, increase the chances of injuring somebody when you hit them. Yeah, that's I, my guess. That. I don't know, which would be quite excellent in the playoffs. If you're, you know, game yeah. one, you set up that uh, physical a bit in uh, and just, uh, you know, wear some guys down a little bit, maybe. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, who knows? Uh, there's probably you. some people just um, just laughing as they're listening to this going, <laughs> you guys have no or you you have no chance again because uh <laughs> you don't know what's going on in this thing and you're right i don't i have no idea so we just spent we just spent the most time on talking about ristolainen <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah no it's it's definitely a mystery to me and maybe that's why my team has never done anything <laughs> but it's it's just like i, I don't know whatever our contracts are based on the overall rating at least before their ufas it's like that's that is kind of what i look at first all the time and whenever right. i see risalena with consistent high ratings i'm like but why like <laughs> like i mean it sh- should this mean that uh jake Vertanen should have had good ratings except <laughs> for like the ones that counted yeah <laughs> like i don't know uh, okay, let's move on from Havana. Who's next? Okay. Uh, I had Jacksonville. Uh, I, the only thing I didn't really notice there was uh, Barrett Hayton. Right, um, the new Gators, Barrett Hayton. Yep, new guy. Um, and I, I didn't, I guess I didn't really pay much attention to uh, Barrett Hayton's season, but I guess he had a decent season 24 points in 60 games and mm. he ended up with a 70 overall kind of a good uh, i put it like a maybe like a brady kachuk type of rating like just kind yeah. of a power forward a little bit. maybe into next season right yeah but uh yeah 70 overall i mean that's one point below his teammate zegris 71 overall i mean you know you keep going back to overall <laughs> not being everything but i just thought that Look kind of funny having yeah. uh, 
Barrett Hayton just one point behind Zegers, even though Zegers had a, an amazing rookie season. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a center. But I mean, uh, but Hayton, that wasn't his first season, was it? Last year, he was not a rookie, right? Uh, or was he? Let me see. I don't I think, think he was. I think he had a, he played 14 games the year before that. So I, Only I thought 14. he, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, he played, okay, he played 20 in 1920. Uh, so he had 20 games, then he was the AHL, then he played 14 in the AHL, and then last year was his first season over uh, 20 games with 60, so. Right, so I mean, I know that that adds something to it, because he have, he's got that year before to look back on for stuff. Um, right. And whereas Zgrass, for a, for a completely first-year pro player, um, 71 is one of the best I've seen for forwards. Yeah. Um, there's not many that I've seen that are higher than that for forwards I that I can remember. Defense, I've seen some up there. I, I The one that comes to mind was a free agent. Um, it was, of course, it was a Toronto player. Uh, defenseman. Who was it? Was it Zaitsev? Uh, could have been. His first year, they had like a 74 or something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and meanwhile oh. there's other so many and we just looked yeah. at the player i mean nothing against like zaitsev but it just it shouldn't have been him that got like just this <laughs> amazing first year rating when yeah. we've seen so many like all-star rookies come through and and be in the 60s low low to mid 60s or or you know mid 60s to whatever yeah. So. I think I think he got paid pretty good too. That like he almost, did. Uh, he did. Al- almost like Panarin type money. I think he's still coming down off that, right? He's I think still. He's a, I think he's a UFA this year. Uh, oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, then, I think... uh, you're right. He he is a UFA, and yep. so then everything's out the window for the former pricing for him. Yep, and he's a 94 DF. So there's your there's your solid back ender right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah let's see he's, getting, he's a 94 defense he is going to get paid in free yeah. agency because i think for defense like for defensemen for anybody that's a ufa i think he's the only guy over, over 90 if i'm not mistaken that for defense well could be. rating very well could be he could be he could be paid in the 30s yeah, I know we got Giordano and uh, Latang as UFAs, but they—I don't think they're not at ninety. I don't think Latang's making it to. Um, yeah, Gio's an eighty-two defense. Yep. And I don't think Latang is going to make it. We'll find out tomorrow night when we watch when uh, we watch the uh, expansion um, YouTube uh, special. But right. uh, my guess would be um, that Latang does not make it past past that. I guess we'll see. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Moving on. I yeah. got Vegas, uh, the Aces. Um, so I didn't really have any particular players to look at, but I did want to point out just how weird the uh, durability rating is. So what's one thing that sticks out in your mind when you think of getting Malkin? He's, he's injured a lot. Malkin, yeah. Malkin can't. <laughs> can't play a full year right um so his durability stat is always low and yet ever since he joined the aces he has played 
every single game, uh, except for two seasons. So that'd be seven. Wait, uh, yes, seven seasons total. But he's played uh, more than seventy games six times. Right. So that durability rating doesn't really reflect no injuries too much. In our, I mean, he plays the hell out of Malkin too. Like every chance he gets, he's got Malkin there as the number one center, and uh, yeah. And why wouldn't you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's the he's the single season point leader for us, isn't he? Uh, for our league. Yeah, that was before my time, but yeah, it was at the what two hundred and some odd points. Oh yeah. Yep, every point of it earned. <laughs> there was no funny business going on that year at all. <laughs> I, think we were, I think we were using soccer nets that year. Yeah, this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, London. I had uh, I just jotted down Jack Johnson. Uh, he only had nine points in 74 games played with a plus five, but he's still a serviceable 70 overall rating, like, I, I don't know. It's just kind of. I don't think many people would want Jack Johnson on their team, really, unless you're, you know, uh, you know, one of the new teams. But, you know, he's not terrible, but he definitely is not uh, someone you want you'd be winning with, I guess. Right. Um, but I did notice on uh, London. With uh, Shellington, mm-hmm. so I kind of put this down as the like the biggest robbery of the whole re-rate. I, I don't know if you would agree, since you're you know you're Calgary a fan Flames of that fan. team in that other league. Yeah, <laughs> so 31 points in 73 games, not nope. too shabby. Plus yeah, 34, he had a great year. A 67 overall. Yeah. Like, did he just get the uh, Eric Gustafson treatment? Where? Uh, yeah, he got the shaft there. That's for sure. Like Gustafson had that sixty-point season, and he got like a sixty-eight overall. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and I think was I it, had wasn't his defensive rating a sixty or something? <laughs> yeah, uh, the same as guys that that play like ten games in the AHL and. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, uh, like I I said before, like. I think maybe it was off the podcast, but uh, I get it if, you know, players are playing sheltered rate uh, minutes or whatever. Um, but to me, if you got these re-rates to reflect what happened in the NHL or the mm-hmm. pros, um, maybe in a similar situation, they should put up the same results. Yeah. But I don't, I don't see that with the uh, Shellington and, it seemed like everybody was saying he's having a phenomenal year uh, last year. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you would agree with that, but it seemed like he, he was had a really good year. Absolutely. But I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing he's I, got I, going for him is a 64 uh, PA rating, passing right, rating. Right. And again, I, I don't think that the, um, I don't think that the ratings can can diverge from that, right? From the like the assists per game, goals per right. game kind of thing. Um, I think that's pretty standard from what from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I don't know what I'm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know it. But um, that's just kind of how I how I 
correlate that. So yeah, yeah, no, that's a that's a shame for that. But I mean, maybe a second year in a row of uh, if you're able to duplicate that, um, maybe that'll shoot them right up. Yep. Well, maybe you'll get to play with uh, Mackenzie Weger or something. And I'll... there you go, M Michael's uh, crossing his fingers right now. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I would have definitely expected a higher, a better rating. Yeah, yeah him, absolutely. But, uh, yeah. but uh, I mean, you got Maurice Sider, who had a phenomenal season. He got well rated for that. So he did. And so uh, there's, a, yeah, there's a defenseman rookie, um, and rightfully so, he got he he was rated really well. Yeah, yeah. I, I it basically... happens more with defensemen in their rookie years than it does with forwards. That's for sure. Yeah. And uh, pretty much as soon as Bryce drafted him, mm. like I'm pretty sure we were still drafting players and I was trying to get him. <laughs> like, uh, how about you trade him to me? <laughs> it didn't work out, but I'm pretty sure I bothered him about four times. Right. Uh, about getting him, but I, I guess I'll leave him alone for now. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, no, I uh, I missed I missed huge on that. I had two chances to draft him, and I didn't I didn't have him rated that high, um, and that was a big swing and a miss by me. Uh, <laughs> well, what do you do? Uh, I had the tenth overall pick that year, and if he was if I had kept it, I would have yeah. I would have picked him, and Bryce took him at ninth <laughs> overall. So I guess I dodged a bullet because I would have been <laughs> really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no, i i still i'm kicking myself for not keeping the pick but i'm still i, I don't know i guess sort of relieved that <laughs> i did trade it after all so right um yeah no, bryce I, bryce has got an incredible player there uh yeah. i know we've talked about him on the podcast before i talked to about him with eric before on the podcast and with yep. uh other people as well but more Sider and wow and yep. yay, the this the uh, the ratings got it right, right on the on a first year for him, they mm -hmm. got it right, really good rating, and and so it should be. Yep, yep. I think they got it. They nailed it on that one. Yeah. Um, and I also noticed that this is the first time that I can remember that uh, Michael needs a goalie. Um, yeah, because he had a he had a couple that he could play dueling uh, dueling goalies. Um, yeah, he. The thing I remember about him is he always had a bunch. Like he had, he had Laner, and mm -hmm. then I I traded for him, and he then he had Bishop. Mm -hmm. uh, but they also had Bennington. And Bennington Blackwood. Blackwood. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think he had another goalie in there somewhere. But either way, Bennington is his highest one, and he's only sixty-seven overall. Um. I, th I mean, as a St. Louis Blues fan, I think he probably should have been higher because even though he lost his starting job, he was still uh, basically a 1B for the Blues. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I feel like it should have been higher, maybe not to reflect like an actual starter, but maybe like more like a 70 overall probably would have been more... Uh, doable for him i guess but okay. i guess on the bright side that low rating uh maybe he could uh, get away with signing him to a oh yeah is he uh rfa this year yep he okay is. well there you go 
everything works out. I think uh, Matt Murray had one of those years, right? Yeah. Although he's had a couple of those years since he signed that contract. <laughs> Sorry, but <Matt>. um, <laughs> I remember when his contract came up, I, I remember uh, Matt was Matt was saying, well, great, you know, I'll be able to re-sign him at a really good, really good uh, deal, really good contract. Uh, unfortunately, he has not outplayed that uh, that contract since. <laughs> yep. Um, maybe this is the year. Maybe we'll move into Toronto in that other league. Uh, we'll do it. But we'll see. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. Moving on to Montreal. Uh, I think the only thing I had there was his goalie. Not Markstrom, but Grubauer. Mm-hmm. Uh, 70 overall. I kind of was curious about that season. I wonder if maybe the previous season was more of a a help to that than this last one. Yeah, because he, he, I mean, he didn't that he didn't play a full season, did he? Um, he, he didn't. But he also oh, only I'm had just a, in, in the other league. I thought he was. I thought he was injured, but I could be wrong. Like not from the like it wasn't injured the whole season, but he definitely was injured for a portion of it. I'm going to bring him up here on the elite prospects. Yeah. Well, he, he finished the season with an 889 save percentage. Oh, that's pretty that's, awful. That's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But he, no, he played up, 55 games. Yeah. 55 games. Yep. There you go. Yeah. But 55 games, uh, 889 save percentage. I. 316 goals against. Yeah. I put in my notes, like, you know, that's a lower save percentage than Bennington mm-hmm. and uh, and Nedeljkovic. You know, I think Bennington and Nedeljkovic were both above 900. Mm-hmm. But they get a 67 overall. Grubauer gets an 889. Uh, I was just wondering if, did he get graded on a curve because he was on an expansion team? <laughs> uh, Maybe they took his stats from the, uh, the World Championships when he played for Germany in the uh, World Championships. Who knows? No, but yeah. he, I mean, he also had, I mean, he also went 18, 31, and 5. Like, I mean, so he had a well below 500 uh, right. win-loss record. And if that comes into it, then it should be lower again even, right? Yeah. Three 16 goals against average, that's not good. Anything over three isn't great. Right. Um, but, anyway, but combine that with all that. Like, I mean, like three strikes, you're out right there, right? Yeah. Maybe it's because he, maybe it's because I was totally wrong and he played 55 games last year. Maybe they gave him something for playing more games. His durability is probably pretty good. Yeah, true. Uh, and in, probably his endurance <laughs> from facing so many shots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's maybe the season before that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's well, absolutely it will be because the season yeah. before he had a 1.95 goals against average with a 9.22 save percentage. And he was 39 and one. Uh, yeah. That'll be it. He, so he's still he's still getting the um, he's still getting the bonuses from from that year, right? Yeah, yeah. So, well, if okay. you uh, that's that's it for sure. Well, I, uh, I I I agree with that. But then if you look at his his backup, uh, Chris Drager, mm-hmm. he actually finished with I mean fewer games oh. for sure. Yeah, but he had a better save percentage, and his rating is. Uh, 67 overall about the same as Bennington and and he and the year before I mean he didn't play too many games like I think right. he only played like Udriger played like 15 to 20 games the year before but right. his save percentage I think it was in the 930s yep 938 in Florida and then 927 the year after that and then he got 
taken in the expansion draft, and he's right. eight nine eight nine nine a full. Uh, uh, what? Uh, yeah, but I mean, Dreger definitely was injured for a lot of last right. year. Yeah. Um, uh, so I I know that that would bring him down for sure, but at the same time, it shouldn't bring it shouldn't bring it down that much. Yeah. Well, right. I've had a couple of GMs. You know, we talked about goal t- goaltenders, and mm-hmm. it it almost seems like it's worse every year, where there's just fewer and fewer playable starters. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like yeah. if they're if they're starters in the NHL, you expect them to at least have a kind of a relatively decent rating. I, I think last year and this year, really, there was there was a big gap for last year and this year. Before that, there wasn't so much of a gap, right? You had your you went from your 81 down to your like 80, 79, 78, 78, 77, 76, 76. There were a lot of guys that fit that, right? Now yeah. it seems like you're either over 80 and there's not many, but you're either over 80. Uh, I think there's like maybe one or two 78s in the league. And then there's like a the two 76s. And yeah. then <laughs> you got your 73s and down, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, and yeah, I, uh, ghoulies are voodoo. They are yeah. kind of a mystery, but mm-hmm. still. I mean, and just looking into free agency, there's two 73s out there yeah. in, in free agency, five 67s or 68s, 67s or 68s, and then, and then everybody's 64 or below. So there's seven goalies that are above 64 in free agency this year. Yeah, don't don't remind me. I, I I don't I don't know how I'm gonna do in the free agency trying to get a goalie. Like it's gonna be a nightmare. Well, I, I think there's there's gonna be some teams moving some goalies. Yeah, um, well, this has to be. So, so if you so <laughs> be talking to them, um, I won't be one of them. <laughs> I'm gonna be holding on to mine for dear life. But uh, I, I you might be able to get some that way. Yeah, I or feel bad the, for the new like, guy with uh, Shesterkin. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good, um, good luck. I don't think that one's moving. <laughs> I mean, I've inquired and I gave a, like a, a humongous, um, humongous offer. Um, guys that I said I would never, ever move. Mm-hmm. Um, and a number of them in it. And no, he's huge in budget. He's, and, and rightfully so. Like, why would you move Shesterkin? I see him as the goalie of the next decade, personally. Um, yeah. You know, like, um, I mean, there's gonna be, there might be some guys that come in that that can uh, battle with him. But from all for all the guys that are in the league right now, that that are actually in the league right now, I, he he yeah. is the man. So, well, well anyways, the, I mean, his rating is the best. Like, it's freaking awesome, mm-hmm. but. The other reason to keep him is that contract. I mean, it's like got to be one of the best contracts in the league ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I think I remember back in the day I had Ben Bishop who and he had his breakout season. Uh, he was still signed to his entry level contract. It was like five hundred thousand dollars, and he was an eighty uh, overall goalie. But uh, Shesterkin, he's like seven hundred fifty thousand, and yep. uh, he's signed for two more years. Damn, <laughs> yeah. that's gonna be nice. Like that frees up a lot of money to try to spend it elsewhere. Uh, 
maybe you can make 100%. a run on it. I mean, you know exactly why he went top two in the uh, in the dispersal draft, mm-hmm. even with guys like um, Ekblad and and others available. Um, yep. Yeah, you know that that uh, he was he was going for sure up there. Uh, so, all right, move on to another team. Sure. All right. Uh, I guess we need to talk about Nova Scotia, uh, the champs. Not really. Do we? The scooters. Do, do we need to talk about them? Uh, I'll just delete them. Yeah, okay, let's move on. Them. I think we just need to remove them from the league. Honestly, Rele- rele- relegation. <laughs> uh, well, I guess maybe I should talk about some of those players. Okay, sure, sure. Uh, okay. Uh, one thing I, I don't know. When I saw Jack Campbell at seventy-four overall. I felt like he should have been up there with one of the higher-rated goalies. Like, because uh, I know he was in the talks for the Vezina, at least for the first part of the year. Oh, but then he, but yeah, so he, he was really good early on, really good. Yeah. But then, then he, he got, was, he was, might have been the worst goalie for, for almost yeah. like for a month and a half to two months. Like he yeah. was horrendous. So <laughs> I, I personally, I don't have a problem with, with the not not being in range 70, over seventy four for two reasons for that of course for yeah. for actually how he played, um, yeah. but also because he's on the schooner. So um, right. any well, anything lower we can get there is a is a bonus. It is a bonus, and I think you may have just made some uh, Oilers fans kind of nervous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Logan O'Connor is a sixty six overall. But he has a well-earned 85 DF rating, and I just noted him because I've tried to trade him or trade for him with Eric, and he does not budge on that guy. So, figure I just point out that that's Eric's uh, sweetheart right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Roman Yossi, he was a Norris Trophy finalist. I thought he was amazing last year. He was. Uh, 84 PA rating. Um. Honestly, I thought he should have been higher rated, but I'm not going to give that to Eric at all. <laughs> so, um, I imagine he will, you know, Anderson's there because he's a franchise player, but I imagine there are, there's going to be a lot of movement on his goalies rearranging the deck chairs, uh, so to speak. Uh, Reimer will probably stay because yeah. that's, that's another sweetheart deal there. Sweet contract for sure. I don't know how he got away with that one. Um, yeah, I I definitely questioned that one when the, when it came up, but it's in the rules there. I'm, <laughs> I I missed that, but uh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So moving on to Ottawa, I you know I I don't have any way to check on this, but uh, Eric Carlson with an 84 DF rating that might be the highest his rating's ever been on that. <laughs> Being a offensive well, defenseman. I mean, they probably never had the puck in their own zone in San Jose last year, right? That is um, true. Oh, there's so, the correlation. So maybe, maybe he blocked some shots for the first time in his yeah. life, too. <laughs> this is what I got to do to keep the puck out. This is how I get my defense rating in uh, in the SICHL. I got to block some shots here. Okay, go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're, you're one of the best, uh, probably the best defenseman over the past, you know, past decade and a half or so uh <laughs> decade for sure but uh this is how you're gonna get your your defense rating finally over 80 
<laughs> yeah. Don't don't expect to get any passes. You need to block yeah. shots. <laughs> um, moving on to Whitehorse. Uh, one thing I noted there is he has. I mean, I, I'm not going to check this because it would take forever, but he might have the best top four uh, defense defensemen for yeah. moving for moving the puck. No, uh, just for overall rating too. Like I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's just disgusting. Yep. Quinn Hughes, uh, Doty, Hedman, Severson. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be nasty. Yeah. Um, it's so good. Yeah. It and then he's, so got, good. then he's got Gibson in net, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> he's not He's not got a horrible rating this year, so. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe he'll catch I mean, fire. That's, that's a powerhouse team, right? And, I mean, with that defense group, the puck's not going to get him through to uh, – it's not going to be getting through to Gibson. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even need a goalie back there with the with that group on defense. So that's yeah. um yeah. I think and I mean but right like for Hedman, rightfully so. He should be the highest rated defenseman in the league. He's for, got yeah. he, I mean he just does everything. There's yeah. there's nothing that Hedman doesn't do. Yep. Right. I agree. So I, I I have no problem with him being the highest rated defenseman. No, I I would take him. I mean that's uh, to me, he's like a Chris Pronger back there. He's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, and I mean, John Gibson, ever since like maybe 2016, when the Ducks were still good, mm-hmm. I, I, I was picking him as future Vezina winner. Like, I, I believed in him, and I'm sure Don did too, but. Man, it just it just hasn't come together for him yet. Yeah. But I feel sorry for Don. Like he's got this great team and I know Gibson's probably not costing him, you know, the championships hundred percent, but I'm sure it's not helping. Well, it's, it's, I mean he's not helping his case by not grabbing yeah. an, another one. But yeah, not much chance. I mean that's though. that's a story for another day, whether whether Don Correct. will ever uh pony up. <laughs> yeah, goal. exactly. Um, um we'll see. Let's see. Uh, moving on to, I got the Vipers. Um, only thing I really had to say here was he's the only team that uh, has two 75-plus rated goalies, but that's probably going to change after expansion. Uh, Bobrovsky and Talbot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both uh, 76s. Yep. So that would be pretty a pretty good duo if he was able to keep it, but I have a feeling that... Uh, uh, but I, I, I'm thinking big. back to the last summit, and I remember um, the next year was an expansion year. We mm-hmm. found out there's going to be expansion, and then, and then I remember the, that year when when Bryce found out the rules on expansion that you could only protect one goalie. <laughs> I remember he was just <laughs> choked. He was so <laughs> choked. He's like, I have fought so hard to get two good goalies in here, <laughs> and now I have to lose one. And of course, <laughs> it happened again to him this year. Yeah. Um, I'm either seeing how he didn't trade one before mm-hmm. uh, the uh, before expansion. I'm wondering if he made a deal. Maybe we'll find something out tomorrow night. I I have no clue on this, yeah. but um, you'd think. I mean, with so many teams needing a goalie, like there are uh, when when I was looking uh, around with the Smith. I was thinking that I looked and there are there are 31 goalies 
in the league that are 71 or higher. That's it. There's 30 teams. Right. And he has two 76s on his team. There were nine teams that didn't have that that their highest goalie was in the 60s. Right. Yeah. Um, there are teams, as you know, there are teams that need goalies. Um, I'm wondering about the calls into Bryce about one of those 76s and why one didn't move. Uh, I can only assume that he has made a deal and we'll find out tomorrow night. Right. But that he's made a deal with the expansion team to yep. not take one of them. Yeah. Well, Bobrovsky, you couldn't move because he's the no, franchise Bobrovsky, player. No, Bobrovsky, it was, I, I was sure I was going to see a trade with Talbot's name on it and leading up to expand the, the trade deadline for expansion. And when I didn't see one move, that's all I could, that's all I was thinking it could have been. Well, but we'll find out. Yeah. Actually, uh, well, no, I'll take it back. I was going to say maybe, maybe he had to expose him because he couldn't satisfy the, the minimum requirements with his other goalies. But I think maybe Garrett Sparks could have been exposed. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Good luck to you, Bryce. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we got uh, the Norseman with Michael Bunting. Uh, with the 80s scoring, not too shabby for a rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he yeah, tore it up year. pretty good. Yeah, he had a really good year. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully he uh, he missed. What's his well. overall? I, I, I haven't seen Six, that. He ended up with the sixty-nine. You know, low. Yeah, there we go. So the guy that was up was he up for rookie of the year? He was in the conversation. Uh, for a while. I think he was the third. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, you know, there's that forward, right? Like up for rookie of the year had yeah had a really good year, but in the sixties. Right. Yeah. Um, so, if yeah. you're a forward, that 71 that um, that Zegras got, that's like really good. That's as as usually as good as you're gonna get, kind of thing. Yep. I just uh, looked it up. Bunting was third. Zegras was second. Maurice Siders first. Okay. Right. So right. Raymond was Raymond was uh, fourth. And I mean, I mean, that sounds. And the other guy that I would might have put in there would have been uh, Tanner Janot, right? And uh, uh, he just he had a happens. great year too. Yeah, he was on the, I think he's on the Vipers, and uh, he has a 99 checking and a 99 fighting. So we'll see how that plays oh, wow. out. <laughs> there's only I had that written down too. There's only six players in the whole league that has 99 checking and 99 fighting. <laughs> can we uh, can we write a note to our uh, to our players to our coach uh, when we put our <laughs> lines in to stay away from Tanner Janot? <laughs> Yeah, you'll you will get injured if you go near him. So yeah, and he has a pretty decent uh, strength rating too. So he yeah. might be he might be uh, busting some, ball. He, some heads open. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, Adam Fox. He's got a seventy-five mm-hmm. overall, great attributes all the way around, and uh, he avoided the curse of the. I mean, I guess he's more of a two-way defenseman, but. Uh, I always think of him as also being an offensive dynamo. I think of him as offensive for sure. But yeah, uh, he has a ni- he has a ninety DF. So okay, good for him. He must have uh, the puck must have hit him a lot then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, not- when you have the, like, I mean, there's there's a guy that should have a ninety def- defense, right? I mean, there's right. a guy that 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 like his his uh, zone exits are like top five in the league for sure, right? Yeah. 
he earned so it. Yep. your defense rating should be really good. If you can make controlled zone ex- exits, uh, then that should improve your defense rating. Yep. But, you know, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the ratings, so. Yeah, I mean, instinct tells you, you look at the defensive rating, you would think that would be, they handle the defensive zone very well. Like, yes. I mean, it could be blocking shots. It could be taking the puck away. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, zone exits. Uh, yeah. Stuff like puck that. retrievals. All yeah. these things, right? You know, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and not to uh, beat a dead horse, but uh, a 79 overall for Sorokin, who is 26. And for just for uh, posterity, Corpusalo is 65 overall, and he's 27 years old. Uh, Formanton is 68 overall, and he's 22. Patrick Marlowe, uh, I mean, he's he's out to pasture. And Sammy Poulin hasn't sniffed the pros yet, which leaves a fourth-round pick that is left to balance out that trade. Oh, okay. I was, I was you're, like, you're wondering where I was going with that, right? I was wondering where you're going. <laughs> Because I was going to say, I wouldn't compare Corpusalo and uh, Sorokin. Um, yeah. And they were all part of the trade. Okay. The, the one that had us scratching our heads last year. Yeah. Okay. Got you now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, uh, just a point of interest. I thought mm. was a, uh, we'll just see how that plays out. But yeah, I'd say Matt probably won that trade. Uh, I I've I've loved Sorokin for a long time. That was a that was a good get, right there. Yep. Absolutely, yep. he's a for great sure. goalie. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, for the new team, another new team, the T Rex. Mm-hmm. I thought Which one? Kinda, the Rex, uh, the Toronto Rex. Okay, yeah. the T Rex. I feel like he got a little bit of the shaft on uh, Rasmus Sandin. Um. 16 points in 51 games, a plus nine, uh, but a 68 uh, with a 68 defense rating. I guess not many pucks hit him. 65 mm-hmm. overall. I, I, I mean, he'd barely be a starter on the last place team, as far as I can yeah. tell. But right. well, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, some of the teams are the kind last of sparse, place teams yeah. can be pretty, pretty bad. That Trust me, true. I, I had one for a couple of years, so. Um, 65 defenseman. That guy's playing, yeah. but uh, no. And, um, but I mean, you know, he didn't really get screwed out of it. He knew exactly the ratings. The rating there was no re-rates after the dispersal draft, so he knew he was getting there. Um, I think he right. expects. But you're you're right. Sandine definitely got screwed by it. Um, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, I I'm sure he expects uh, Sandine to improve in all those all those I, areas. I would too. Um, I, I know I do for sure over yeah. time, right? Well, and it kind of just leads me to think that there is maybe some kind of calibration issue, like something lost in translation between the pros, the NHL, and our re-rates because, yeah. you know, it's not like he's playing on uh last place team in the NHL. He's playing on mm-hmm. the Maple Leafs. That's like, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have the best defensive tour, but it's nothing to sneeze at. And, you know, he, he held his own. He got injured, but, uh, you know, I would think he would be rated accordingly. And yeah. to me, I don't think he did. Uh, right. That's just my two cents. But Agreed. Um, anyway, 
moving on to Stockholm. Um, what I got here is a Scandella at 71. Uh, as a Blues fan, just looking at his ratings, like he, I mean, he's been on the chopping block with the Blues for a while. Like people, he's like a pylon out there. Um, not a very effective defenseman. Um, I would probably take uh, the other defenseman, the Matheson, uh, rated 69. I'd probably take him on the Blues instead of uh, Scandella, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that was all I had really had on that team. Okay. Um, the Spartan. I had he has six forwards with 80 plus SC rating, scoring rating. So he's gonna he's gonna put in a lot of goals. It looks like next uh, this year, and next he even four. he even traded Shifley. So uh, that'd be one less. I mean, he could have had one more if he kept him. Right. But, uh, uh, and I, I was kind of curious about the ADDF rating on Keller. Yeah. I saw that too. I was quite impressed with that, actually. Uh, I like. I mean, is he going to be winning uh, Selkie trophies in the near future? I didn't know that that was a uh, part of his game, honestly. Like, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I I I saw it. You know, like he's. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. You like a lot of times the big three for me looking at for for forwards is passing, scoring, defense, mm-hmm. and. It's all 80 or higher. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to put up a lot of goals. <laughs> yep. Um, let's see. And then Seattle. Uh, we got a very well put together top line. Goodrow, Kitschuk, uh, uh, Brady Kachuk, and mm-hmm. Mark Shifley. Um, but I read somewhere on the Simon T forums that... Uh, you know, you want your like two of your forwards on a line to have a high SC or PA rating, mm-hmm. and then the third one to have a high checking rating. Well, okay. Brady Kachuk has a 99 checking rating. Okay. And so him on the wing with Gaudreau and Shifley, I- I'm kind of curious how that'll play out in the sim. I feel like it's going to be pretty powerful. Probably going to put in a lot of put in a lot of pucks. At least I think so. Um, and the last team that I had on the list, I know there's a couple more that I'm missing. I think Portland, Regina, and uh, Philadelphia I didn't really get to. Um, uh, Kaprizov, I think we can all rejoice that he won't be on the farm team this year. I, I think he's. <laughs> I think he's played enough games and he's the right age that he can't be sent down again. So, I, I think that's the way the rules work. You know, I could be wrong, but uh, I think that he's past 22 and he's played more than five pro games. So I don't think he's able to be sent down again. Right. And he's he's got a nice rating. Um, they're at uh, 78 overall. Yeah, he's he's going to be dangerous for sure. Um, I don't know if you had any other names you wanted to look at or teams you wanted to look at or 
No, I know we we talked a little bit. Did we talk about it um, actually on the show, or did did we just talk about it beforehand? The the Shea Theodore. Shea Theodore. Uh, yeah, yeah. We we would be doing a disservice to this whole <laughs> process if we didn't talk about Shea Theodore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, great defenseman doesn't always rewrite so well. <laughs> like. I mean, this season he's got a little bit better, but yeah. the last two years where he's been pretty darn good, especially his first year there at, uh, I think maybe it was just the shock of it. His first year in Vegas, we expected him to be pretty well rated. And then that came out and like, uh, <laughs> did they miss something? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, he, he, he is pretty good this year, but, I still would expect him to be better. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's tough. The the seventy like defensive rating in the seventies, but uh, but I mean, he has everything. Like he has great stuff everywhere else, right? Yeah, and no, he he's, he's got one of the higher seventy-one yeah. passing, sixty scoring, uh, good discipline. Yeah, like that. Uh, sixty scoring is pretty high for a defenseman. Yeah. That's one of the higher ones you'll see for sure. Yep. Um, let's see. Who did? Oh, one name on free agents. That was mm-hmm. kind of... Uh, I, I, I did seek him out because I was curious about how he would re-rate uh, Michael Delzato. Yeah. Uh, just kind of a bizarre case where I ended up with a 71 overall, 76 DF rating. Uh, basically benefited from putting up a lot of points in the minors, and he only played 26 games with Ottawa and the pros. So he had 20, he had 27 points in 26 games with the AHL team. So okay. pretty good. And yeah. then he got he got called up to Ottawa, 13 points in 26 games, uh, negative four plus minus. Like so I was I was kind of curious because he was on my team. Mm-hmm. I thought about keeping him around as a potential FP. Right. But I was like, ah, he's probably going to get some kind of crappy rate. No, he's he's in the minors. He's not going to amount to anything. And then he got called up and took off, of course, after I traded him. But uh, yeah, 71 overall, he's definitely going to net a few million dollars in free agency, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. So Absolutely. I guess I missed one there. But yeah, that was definitely one I was like, oh. I guess I should have held on to him. Like, oops. <laughs> oh, well. Um, uh, I don't know if there's any other teams. I don't know if we really covered anybody with Portland. I don't know if you saw anybody. Portland. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. He's the one with Seth Jones. We kind of talked about him earlier. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. 83 DF, despite being a negative 37 plus 37, minus. yeah. Like, oof, like, okay. <laughs> I mean, he was better last year than he was in his last year with Columbus, I think. But still, I, I mean, I, I would take Nurse, who was also on Portland, over Seth Jones. Mm-hmm. So, eh. He has a couple actually really good defensemen. They're really highly rated defensemen. That, um, yeah. Well, those two guys, 
right? Yep. Nurse and Nurse and Jones, both 77s, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And yep. Uh, and Jost, Jost is there coming off a good season. Right. Yeah, Nobody that's a good team. That Portland team is going to be a contender for sure. Um, oh, yeah, Demko. Whew. Yeah. And yeah, then so. uh, Mike Smith is a backup. Well, actually, I think he might be expansion. Yeah, it could be at a 75. Uh, yeah. He might be the target there. Yeah. But so. still he's got uh he's got lots. He's gonna be okay. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh that's maybe about it. That's all my brain can handle right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I really appreciate it. Uh and I think that everybody who's listening is gonna is gonna find it really interesting and and um right up their alley as everybody this is what we talk about right this is for a good couple of weeks after and and a, a week before they're coming out it's uh talking about what the re-rates are going to be and mm-hmm. and uh who got who got the shaft and and we don't often hear about um the guys that were like really good that like oh he shouldn't have been this high because who's going to be talking about from their own team oh he was way way overrated he shouldn't be this good right so, <laughs> yeah um, um uh, I've, uh, no. yeah <laughs> no 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 uh but yeah i've i've tried to ignore the overall ratings and you know well this guy has a good sc rating i could play him with a, somebody with a high pa rating and get good results but hmm. that's never really worked out for me in the past like it's hmm. you know high sc rating doesn't usually translate into a lot of goals right you know it's gotta have they gotta have other ratings to kind of i guess uh translate well too so you know i i hate looking at the overall ratings honestly mm. i just hate looking at the attributes in general because just trying to figure them out all out is just uh it makes me want to pull my hair out sometimes like, <laughs> like like trying to mix and match everything is like is there a perfect formula or is it all just luck right so i mean i know eric would probably say it's all skill baby but <laughs> uh, yeah it's i don't know i don't know I'm gonna have to do something this year we'll see uh we'll see who can give him a challenge this year uh hopefully hopefully one of us right hopefully somebody is hopefully there somebody somebody. out there <laughs> is there somebody out there we'll see but uh, Matt, thank you so much. Uh, I know you put a lot of work into that, so I really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for coming on. I'm so looking forward to seeing you and so many others at uh, in Toronto in just a couple of days now. Um, but yeah, you have a safe trip to Toronto. And yeah. thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. And I'll see you out there. And uh, shout out to all the other GMs that are going to be there. Hopefully we can uh, share a beer or some poutine or something like that. And <laughs> oh, I'm sure there'll be lots of both going around for sure. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sounds good. Great. Thanks again. Matt Birch, GM of the Calgary Mustangs. Great stuff, Matt. Thanks so much. That was Matt Birch, GM of the Calgary Mustangs, talking about our re-rates. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing anybody that will be at the summit coming up in just a couple days now. Uh, can't wait. And for the, anybody that won't be there, hey, I'm always talking trades. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, 
And anybody that wants to talk about the podcast or be on the podcast or has any ideas for the podcast, you can DM me at SICHL Rockies. And that's it for now.